good afternoon, good evening everybody, wherever you may be in the world. Welcome to this regulatory update podcast in which we will assess some of the pressing issues faced by international shipping in the months and years ahead. Giving us this overview is Paul Bartlett, shipping consultant and journalist who has worked in the maritime sphere since reading nautical studies in Plymouth long ago. Ship owners and operators face a challenging future as maritime regulations tighten on various fronts. In this podcast, we will take a brief look at the European Union's emissions trading scheme and a range of ship operational issues which are currently or likely to appear in the regulatory spotlight. Over to you, Paul. Now, I'd like to turn to the European Union's emissions trading scheme. The inclusion of shipping in the European Union's emissions trading scheme has been under discussion for some time, but it is very complicated. Unlike shore-based industrial facilities and power plants, ships are mobile assets and many operate around the world. In the tramp trades, ships can go virtually anywhere at a moment's notice. In mid-July, the EU is due to release details of how shipping may fit into its existing emissions trading structure. At this stage, it is not possible to predict what may come out. It will follow a lengthy period of consultation with the great and the good of shipping, but soundings so far suggest that those affected will not have an easy time. Ships that will be caught up in the emissions trading scheme are likely to include coastal vessels trading within EU waters and inter-country trades within the EU bloc, such as ferries and cargo vessels on fixed itineraries. What is not yet clear, however, is how ships trading in and out of the bloc, either owned or not by European entities, will be affected. Will there be exemptions for vessels deployed on international routes? So far, however, sources do not think this is likely. This is despite the fact that shipping's main representative bodies have warned that an EU emissions trading scheme will materially damage shipping companies that trade in and out of the block, while regional operators could well be hit by significantly higher operating costs. The implications are far-reaching The costs of the emissions trading scheme in terms of ship operation cannot be absorbed by owners and operators. Costs will ultimately be passed on to consumers. This has significant societal implications as well as possibly negative implications for ports within the bloc. On a global scale, and depending on what the EU reveals in mid-July, The move could lead to the introduction of similar schemes in other regions, leading to a global patchwork of regulations and presenting a huge challenge to ship operators whose vessels trade on global routes. Furthermore, if this outcome proved to be the case, the overall cost of sea transport would rise significantly. A further concern is where would the money go? Would it end up in central coffers to be used in a range of initiatives without benefit to shipping? Or would it be channelled into the massive research and development drive that will be required by the industry for development of the carbon-free fuels of the future? It is for this reason that a number of industry organisations 
have called for a carbon levy on marine fuel that could help fund the trillion dollar exercise of the sector's decarbonisation. The most recent call for such a levy was made jointly at MEPC 76 by the Solomon Islands and the Marshall Islands. They called for a $100 per tonne of carbon dioxide equivalent.